Playbookers. I'm Deputy Editor Zach Stanton. It is Friday, November 17th, and here's what's driving the day. On the West Coast, the Apex Summit of World Leaders draws to a close today, bringing an end, for now at least, to the delicate dance between President Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping. Xi has been on something of a charm offensive over the last few days, talking nice with titans of the tech industry out in California, and promising to build China into a partner and friend to the U.S., and vowing that it will have a market-oriented and law-based world-class business environment. But that sweet talk is unlikely to do much to soothe business interests that are concerned about Beijing's rising authoritarianism, which is something of a win for Joe Biden in the ongoing wrestling match of the two superpowers. Here in Washington, the big news on Capitol Hill today is the privileged motion that's expected to be filed to expel Congressman George Santos from the U.S. House of Representatives following yesterday's blistering report by the House Ethics Committee that unveiled a wide variety of alleged wrongdoing on the part of the congressman. Here now to talk with us about what to expect today and the revelations we learned yesterday is congressional reporter Anthony Adragna. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So, George Santos, uh, so many questions, so little time, but let's start with the ethics report yesterday, which painted perhaps the fullest portrait to date of his alleged wrongdoing. Walk us through the revelations. Right. So this is something that came from the House Ethics Committee uncharacteristically quickly for that committee, which is notoriously slow, and really sort of a comprehensive look at a whole bunch of allegations, pretty damning. We've seen throughout the course of the day on Thursday, really just a lot of members who had previously been on the fence about wanting to take action against him coming out and indeed now supporting expulsion for Congressman Santos. But everything from allegations of using campaign funds for OnlyFans accounts, spending money on Sephora, Botox in Atlantic City, there's text messages, there's receipts. It's really pretty comprehensive, thousands of pages of receipts, and not great um, for the congressman. Uh, I should say not. So now that the report is out, it seems likely that Santos, as you mentioned, is going to face a vote for expulsion. This wouldn't be the first time that there's been a vote whether or not to expel him. So what is the sense? Why would this time be different than the vote on expulsion he faced just a couple of weeks ago? And uh, what does the timing look like on it? Yeah, it's a great question. The short answer is due process. And there are a lot of members who felt that certainly were not defending Congressman Santos's alleged behavior, but wanted to see the process play out and institutionalists, if you will, both Democrats and Republicans. And my colleagues and I have been surveying members throughout the day on Thursday and heard back from several dozen, at least, who now are prepared to expel Congressman Santos, who previously had not been. And so we're expecting a motion to be made today by the chair of the House Ethics Committee, Congressman Michael Guest, that would be privileged. And so that would tee it up for consideration the week they get back after Thanksgiving. This is one of those ones where you really don't think there's should the need for a lot of time to percolate and to ruminate on uh, what needs to be done here. So I think members are going to have an opportunity again to uh, be put on the record about 
Congressman Santos, now that there is a House ethics report, that's what many of them had demanded. And so I think a lot of the people that have been on the fence are likely to lean towards expulsion. That's obviously a pretty big step. That's something that's not done lightly. But that certainly seems where the winds are blowing at this point. And Santos, to sort of head off some of this, perhaps, uh, perhaps offer people an escape or release valve, said that he isn't going to seek re-election in 2024. And he wasn't, notably, the only member of Congress to announce yesterday that they wouldn't seek re-election. We had another member from a competitive seat, albeit in wildly different circumstances than George Santos, announce his retirement yesterday. Can you tell us a little bit about Dan Kildee and and what the buzz is about his seat on the Hill? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Congressman Kildee, our colleague Sarah Ferris, scooped the fact that he was not going to be running for re-election in 2024. The Kildee family is pretty much royalty around the Flint, Michigan area. They've held the seat since uh, the late 70s. Congressman Kildee's held it for more than a decade at this point. And, you know, he suffered some really serious health challenges over the last couple of years. And he cited those as part of the reason that he wasn't going to seek re-election. Certainly, this is going to open up a really competitive seat. Michigan's going to be a competitive seat in the presidential race as well. So I think this is certainly uh, hardly anybody can quibble with the idea that there's real serious um, health rationale why Congressman Kildee may choose to step aside. But there's also no question that the the environment around Capitol Hill we've seen over the last week with nearly people coming to fisticuffs, I, I can't imagine that hasn't played a role in, in members that may be on the fence. And I, I don't have any insight into what Congressman Kildee was thinking. But the side of reason was health. But I think the inability to get things done certainly can't be helpful in uh, convincing people that may be on the fence to uh, seek re-election. And Congressman Kildee, one of the nicest members on Capitol Hill, I think virtually any Capitol Hill reporter would tell you that. So he'll be missed and definitely opens up a very competitive seat for Democrats to try to defend in a presidential year. Well, Anthony, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And for your schedule today, the Senate and the House are out, though the House is in pro forma, which allows the privileged resolution to expel George Santos to be filed. President Biden, who is still at APEC, will host a bilateral meeting with President López Obrador of Mexico and will then host the APEC Leaders Retreat, during which he'll formally transfer the APEC chair to President Baluarte of Peru. In the evening, he will depart San Francisco before spending the weekend in, where else? Wilmington, Delaware. The music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, Callan Tansel Suddeth is our podcast producer, and Annie Reese, Mike DeBonis, and yours truly are our editors. I'm Zach Stanton, and thanks for listening. We'll see you back here on Monday.